Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sir, unfollow the quacks and seize the lead on policy. If President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. is really dedicated to uplifting agriculture, he would be in a position of utter discomfort at every cabinet meeting. The apt Filipino term is now a bad baron. Here are some faces with a mandatory presence at those regular meetings. Benjamin Diakno, the finance secretary and leader of the economic team, is an apostate of Mr. Marcos' main policy plank, agricultural renaissance. He holds a visceral loathing for agriculture and anything and everything related to it. Leaders of farm organizations who pleaded to Mr. Diakno for small increases in the budget for agriculture during the time he was former President Rodrigo Duterte's budget secretary got stern lectures, not support. Mr. Diakno told the appealing farm leaders this, agriculture is a sunset sector with little contribution to the gross domestic product, and services ascendant. Forget it. Mr. Diakno has been the main and most spirited proponent of agricultural tariff cuts just to ensure agriculture and the farming class die by a thousand cuts. He pushed for tariff cutting during the Duterte administration, which he carried over to the present. Cut everything and impose cuts across all commodity types. He is yet to see a tariff cut that he does not like. Mr. Diakno and the merry band of economic fundamentalists that shaped economic policy during the Duterte years, how can we farmers forget this, were the main drivers of two egregiously anti-farm policies still in place today. First was the scrapping of the QR on rice and the passage of the rice tariffication law. The second was the adoption of full-throated importation as the default policy position whenever shortages in agricultural commodities occur. Observers cannot reconcile Mr. Marcos's position to uplift agriculture and Mr. Diakno's unapologetic apostasy. It is why many people doubt whether Mr. Marcos is sincere about his concern for the agriculture sector. Arsenio Balasakin, the Director General of the National Economic and Development Authority, NEDA, is no longer the respected economist he was once. He is now a born-again economic quack, the dutiful, obsequious Robin to his Batman, the agriculture-loathing Mr. Diakno. Mr. Diakno runs a tight clique, and Mr. Balasakin has joyfully and willingly embedded himself into that. In fairness, he probably fell in love with his position of power, not the tortured and discredited economic orthodoxies that were in vogue during the time of the late Chilean dictator Augusto Pinochet, which remain current and with real agency in the obsolete mindset of Mr. Diakno. Where do all these obsolete economic theorizing, addiction to neoliberal tropes, and attachment to power leave Mr. Alfredo Pascual, the trade and industry secretary. In the single incident that he showed his cards, and this was on the issue of rice alternatives, he channeled Marie Antoniette and blurted, let them eat commote. Obviously a cruel man, this Mr. Pascual. These disastrous policies of tariff cutting, full blast and reckless food imports and loathing for agriculture, which Mr. Diakno and company made sure were carried over to the administration of Mr. Marcos, also extinguished any small, flickering chance of eking out some green shoots during the first year of the Marcos administration. Greed shoots, no matter how small. Instead of green shoots, the first year of Mr. Marcos was marred by problems across the board and across all food commodity types, principally the basic staple, rice. Finding a single bright spot in the agriculture sector is just like finding the elusive pork in a can of pork and beans. The agriculture sector is a collection of troubled subsectors, rice, corn, sugar, pork, fish, the basics. I almost missed pork, 
which is the sad truth about this critical subsector. While the 11 countries severely affected by the African swine fever, ASF, in its 2019 rampage have already recovered, the 12th country to be severely hit, the Philippines, is still reporting severe ASF outbreaks in all three major regions. I will rephrase the question, can you name a country in Southeast Asia with a more prostrate agriculture sector than the Philippines? By most metrics, we are the regional laggard. This is the sentiment of the farming class. Mr. Marcos should unfollow the economic quacks he regularly meets in cabinet meetings and then seize or take the lead in crafting critical agriculture policies. The first step is to do what the late Senator Benigno Ninoy Aquino Jr. should have done, gather the agricultural experts, place them in an academic setting, and then debate and write the way forward for agriculture. Remember that it was Ninoy, a devotee of science and agricultural science, who turned around the then moribund Hacienda Luisita into a productive, profitable behemoth. He recruited the experts who were part of the impossible effort that turned the stony, unproductive soil of the Israeli kibbutz into productive farms. Don Jose Coanco asked Ninoy, not one of his sons, to do the turnaround thing because of Ninoy's fascination with science and data and the real-life applications of science and data. The second step would be to initiate inspired discussions on how to end the addiction to efficiency, the belief that food shortages could always be filled up with imports, which the global market is awash with. Given the current trend of the global food market, this obsession with efficiency is no longer tenable. We all know that India, which used to supply 40% of the rice in the global market, has ceased exporting. Vietnam, a supplier of at least 80% of our rice imports, will reduce its exports from 7.1 million metric tons to just 4 million mount by 2030. And our fishermen can't even fish in our seas without risking their hapless, inconsequential lives. Third, tell the quacks this, my way on agriculture or the highway. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.